Dearly beloved, we are gathered today to witness the joining of two Welcome to The Corner Booth, our weekly podcast where we discuss all things weddings, relationships, and everyday quandaries. We're your hosts, Cynthia and Megan, two wedding professionals that have seen it all and are here to help you through it. So grab your favorite beverage and let's Let's get get cozy. My mic seems to be working. How is yours sounding? Uh, oh, good. Great. Where's even the boxy thingy? In my thing. Oh, how do we check our levels then? Oh, we can open it. Oh. I could put it out. With stuff I was just trying to make it aesthetically pleasing. No, it is very aesthetically pleasing. I think it looks really good. Yeah. Um, but we can adjust it. Um, but yeah, I can move things. You know, it's a work in progress. I will keep on doing things and we'll make it work. The only thing that I don't love what (laughs) is I'm like, one, I'm caffeinated right now. And I think I know what you're gonna say. Yes. Yeah, I was saying, is this, is this <laughs> it's, it's, it's really chirpy. <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm in a museum a little bit because, like, I'm trying to like stare at you so I don't see that, but then it all like blurs together. Um, I it, feel the same way though when I'm getting ready. Sometimes I'll be staring at, I'd be like, mm, can't do that, yeah. especially when I'm hungover. Um, so uh, maybe we do. We could always be on the same, like on the edges here. So then we're but both like facing this that way. fits the I vibe, know. and I like that we can like stick our legs underneath here. Yeah. So no, it's fine. I'll just have I just have to get over it, <laughs> or we'll just go. No, we'll, but it's we'll so switch true. sides every once in a while. Yeah, but maybe once I add things like we have a sign and shelving, maybe it'll take away from it yeah. and be less yeah. obnoxious. Yeah, because it is. It's a lot. <laughs> Did you paint it all yourself? Yeah, stencil. Oh, cute. One night, um, I forget where Nick was. He, was, I think he was in like driving back from like Montana, and it was a Friday night, and I had nothing better to do. It was like a winter time, and I was like, I texted him and I said. Do you care whatever I do to this wall in here? This was, no, oh yeah, I was living here. And uh, he's like, sure. So he came home and I just stenciled a random wall. Honestly, no rhyme or reason. I just knew I wanted something cute in here. It is cute. It it fits the vibe and I like the colors a lot. So mm-hmm. it looks great. Yeah, I have thought about maybe and still thinking about doing this because it is a lot. Maybe, um, you know how you can like make it so like fades in and out, kind of like those carpets mm-hmm. where they have this yes. kind of material or yep. design, but then it like fades out mm-hmm. doing that here so like maybe it'd be less yeah but that seems like a lot of work to figure out yeah it's really cute though now that it's already done yeah well i hope you don't pass out sorry no i won't i'll be fine yeah we're good mm-hmm. so guess what i did last night what'd you do potentially adopted a puppy <gasps> oh okay so we're so gonna have a little mascot oh so excited if i can't have my own i'm so happy i can just be aunts to so many puppers yes i'll teach her all or him 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 i'll teach him all the ways yes Mm -hmm. yes i'm a dog whisperer Um, good good he's so sweet i can't i hope i hope it all works out so yeah hopefully we pass all of our rounds of checks because apparently you have to go through all these hoops to even adopt a dog yeah when you can go on fucking craigslist and buy a dog for a hundred dollars and they don't do background checks (laughs) (laughs) well that's still sketchy (laughs) but it was it was the the last time i adopted a dog it was very sketchy was it through craigslist for a hundred dollars yeah um where happened to this dog um, you don't have well, a dog. No, no, no. <laughs> so my friend Kevin and I drove down to Austin 
adopted this dog for a hundred dollars and we were supposed to share her (laughs) Um, and then I took sole custody of this dog and then it was going into 2016 I hadn't met my husband yet at the time Uh Um, and I just couldn't take care of her I was 22 years old like no reason like I had no idea about like what this dog was literally nothing about her um so I found like a great family for her like I did Mm -hmm. not do like a rehoming fear anything I just gave her like this awesome family which it's funny because the family that I gave her to you know her brother oh I'm pretty sure you went to high school with her brother Anyways, um, but like she had sent me like updates every couple months of Gracie Lou afterwards and everything. Her name was Gracie Lou Freebush. Um, ah! <laughs> Wait, what is that from? Miss Congeniality. Okay, that's what I was going to say. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> but she had sent me like updates on this dog, all this other stuff. And she ended up being like 50% Great Dane. And oh, like, she a oh, big girl. Oh, thank God. It yeah. Worked. Yeah. It didn't work out. She's huge oh but yeah so well, now i'll have to know who she, where she is did you are they still don't have her yeah uh well they her the the parents that i had like sent her to unfortunately got divorced um but like they the the mom kept her and everything but, oh but yeah so anyways um they but i haven't i haven't heard an update in a couple of years but i think now um i'm in a much better spot financially yeah mentally and I have a husband now that'll help take care of him. So, and <laughs> who really wants a dog? Yeah, who also really, really has wanted a dog yeah. for so long. Oh, so and this one just—I hope you do get it. I know. Let's just hope all my references go to bat for me. Did you put me down? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <Okay. laughs> I'm sorry. You didn't tell me I was going to be expecting a call. Because uh, no. I'm not one. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> I went with my sister, uh, my friend Sammy, who has like poodles and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And then um, I went with Dan and Emily, too. Well, actually, I went with Emily. Dan does not know. And Dan will not know until I bring this dog home. <laughs> you really not approve? I don't know. I think now he would. But like the last time I brought a dog home, um, he did not approve. Mm. Um, Which it well, hopefully turns out he was right. Out with a, yeah, well, maybe he'll have different... Maybe you should see now before and see if he approves so then you know if it's a good idea now. But, like, why does it matter? I don't know. He's going to find out probably earlier than that because of this episode. He he won't listen. <laughs> I'll make sure he doesn't. We'll find out. But <laughs> Sal will know if he listens to only his own or if he listens to us. <laughs> he says that he's listened to a couple, but I highly doubt he has. <laughs> Depending on what the topic is yeah. today. Because <laughs> there's definitely some things I'd be like, oh, he probably would have been like, Megan, why'd you say that on the pod? yeah what's, right what's and he on? hasn't said anything um so speaking of the name gracie so that's like one of my all-time favorite names i my grand but because there's a story backstory to it but potentially i would name him my my, my a, little, a gal a little gal that okay don't tell people that why because otherwise somebody we'll is take gonna it. take that name from you well, now i know that's so. what we, we do not say names on this podcast or in general or tell people things fine fine but i already said it now so okay. now there's a story to it my grandma um she growing up for some reason this was only me and no one else she used to whenever i was like the hyper child and the one that was just full of energy and personality i would say um still are (laughs) so one of the most annoying people i know (laughs) so anytime i would do something she would always go damn it gracie 
And I'd be like, I don't, my name's not Gracie, but there's a show that the tagline was, damn it, Gracie. And it's like the little girl would always get herself Funny. into little things and she'd say that. But the thing is, even when other kids like my sister or someone else would do something, she would never call them that and she'd only say it to me. So I, I always just loved it, even though she was always annoyed when I was you kinda, saying it. You kind of look like your middle name could be Grace. Oh, yeah, it's not. Cynthia Grace Chaucer. Yeah. Ooh, it sounds really pretty. Yeah does so i love the game gracie but not grace as much cute Mm -hmm. Mm. my grandpa my grandpa used to call my cousin and i ebony and ivory oh cute i don't know why i don't remember abby would know the story Hmm. i uh, literally i will probably get a text at like one o'clock after this episode or premieres and she'll be like he called us this for this reason this because she that bitch remembers everything yeah so I can never Stay remember tuned. anything. Yeah, my sister remembers everything, and I call her for everything. Because even, even like, people that she hardly knows, she met, like, once. I'll be like, you met them once at this time. Do you remember this? And she'll be like, yep. I'm like, yeah. okay, thanks. That's what I need to know. I, kn- I can't remember everything, and she always remembers everything. Uh, so the vibe of this episode, clearly, today is, like, Giggly Squad. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. I was trying to, like, fade into the episode, and I, yeah, okay. We're so going to have to pause for a second. <laughs> How was your weekend? <laughs> oh, wait, do we still need to do that? Kinda. But I don't want to start with how's your weekend because you oh, called no. me out on that bullshit last week. <laughs> um, well, we'll cut this part maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, My weddings were great. How were your weddings this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> You're all asked. We so need it's a less. new way. Like, we need to be like, weekend recap. Oh, that's smart. Like a little like, push-in button that we just plug yeah. in right there we need like a little a little thing we can say like nah, 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 nah. well and here's your weekend, weekend recap, recap. Ooh. weekend recap with cnm mnc cheers to the weekend clink yeah let's toast to the weekend <gasps> oh. yeah it's work progress what? how are your weddings <laughs> uh they were good it was a chilly one on friday yeah it was fucking freezy yeah and we had a tent wedding we had well we yeah so i had a tent wedding and it was a little chile chile we had some heaters in there but our tent doesn't have like heat coming through like those vents or anything so it's still not like super warm um but made it through and then saturday it was a little bit warmer but still a little cold but not as cold as friday did they end up going as late as they normally did because it was so cold or um they yes they it was not as many people at that time to be honest but they ended a little bit early but not by much the other two weekends in the tents the tent weddings they ended early one ended at 7 p.m. a couple weekends ago, oh, that's like three right. weeks ago. And the other weekend, two weeks ago, they ended early, too. I can't remember what time, um, but they ended early, too. And then this one was like a little early, but not quite. Oof. And then this past weekend, like on Saturday, they held out, even though I think it was only like a handful of people. But they they they, <laughs> they held uh-huh. out until around. the end. Yeah. <clears throat> that's how our Friday wedding was. It was – I looked at the DJs during – um sorry the room flip and there was maybe 45 people that showed up to the ceremony their Mm -hmm. guest count was like 62 and it was one couple that i've just never i've never seen a couple one just so in love and just so genuinely happy to be married and to get married oh i love that 
just the most perfect kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, I looked at the DJs and I'm like, okay, so my goal is we make it till at least 10. Mm-hmm. And they made it till 1030, 1035 is when oh. we played the last song. So they did okay. great. That's not bad. I mean, I guess you plan on going till midnight, so it's a little as early, but yeah, not bad. Well, I like kind of coached them a little bit, like leading up to the wedding day, like, hey, with a guest count this low, even though you're doing an open bar, we should still, we should still have a plan in place. And I want you guys to not be surprised if all of a sudden it's like 10 o'clock at night and mm-hmm. it's kind of time to end the party. Yeah. And honestly, it's kind of been a trend this year where things have not been going as late. Like they still mm-hmm. drink just as much, but just in a shorter amount of time. Yeah. And, but they, yeah, I just feel like there's not like a, a lot of people that stick around at, yeah. as late anymore. Yeah. And it's better to end your party on a high note. For sure. Than mm-hmm. at midnight when there's three people on the dance floor and... You're upset that everybody left because that's yeah. when you're going to notice that everybody left your party. Yeah. And on, on Saturday in our event center, we we had the party stay like we had a good amount of people. Again, it's not like hundreds of people like but um, we had a good amount of people that stayed and uh, till till the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, it was a good crowd. The, on Saturday, it was one of our employees that got married. So oh, it was right. it was it was really fun and really just it was good spirits for everyone just because the people like the, the staff working behind the bar just was fun because there's you know people there that they knew and got on the dance floor a little bit and, is yeah. this the wedding you stole from me um i don't think so i mean i didn't have a contract out with them but i remember doing a tour with them i'm pretty sure do you remember the names yeah i'll show you um i don't know i mean i'm sure they looked other places too just because i know but it's just more fun when like we have like people that like have looked at both our spaces and then <laughs> usually yeah. i win them though it seems no oh sure <laughs> sure jan Whatever. sure jan um yeah yeah i did her senior photos oh funny yeah <laughs> so like they had walked in with their tour for me and i'm like wait a minute did we just see each other like three, four, five years ago? And they're like, yeah, yeah, you did all of our senior stuff. And I'm like, yep. Oh, cute. Sure did. Cute. Yeah. Um, no, well, happy yeah. for them. Yeah. And they came to me. How big of a discount did you have to give them? No. None. <laughs> okay. Can't just be willy nilly throwing that out there. Rude. Okay. Well, too late. So F off. <laughs> just kidding um okay so you just had one friday one saturday or did you have two on friday two on saturday um technically two on friday two on saturday oh cute yeah one of them on saturday or friday was a little bit different but it was still a reception yeah oh cool cool Mm -hmm. gotcha gotcha Mm -hmm. um yeah no we had wedding friday really small Nice and easy. Um, I did all their centerpieces too for that one. Like they were full day of coordination, planning, everything, client. On which day? Friday. Okay. And the bride and groom had sent me like a couple pictures of like, this is kind of like what we're vibing with, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like they had brought in 200 books, like old vintage (gasps) books and everything. Oh, the photos you sent. That was so cute. And then they brought in like all, like not even all their houseplants, like a quarter of their houseplants. Because they just wanted candles, house plants, books, like everything. Yeah. And they're like, we don't care. So I'm like, sick. Cool. <laughs> so it was only Take like seven tables. So I did like each table a little bit different, but it all kind of vibed together. Mm-hmm. And they walked in and both the bride and groom 
immediately started sobbing. I'm like, oh, good tears, bad tears. And they're like, this is the most beautiful thing we could have ever imagined. Like, everything is great. And And it's such a personal touch. I love that so much. Yeah, it felt like literally you walked into the ballroom and it felt like you were walking into, like, garden party where we're going to sip on some wine Mm -hmm. and read a book in in the park. Like, Aww. that's what it felt like. Yeah, that's adorable. Love that. It was so much fun. And then Saturday's wedding, everything went good. It was just mm-hmm. a busy, 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 busy day. And just middle of wedding season. And yeah, I think we're I, getting through. Yeah. I think I was also, I'm also was PMSing, too. So I think I was, like, feeling a little bit of heightened by everything anyway. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But no. Well, yeah. We're getting – we're still in the thick of it. But we're getting that that, like – light at the end of the tunnel is is close oh my god actually i counted so last week or the week before we were talking about how many weddings we had left for the year yeah i have 14 oh okay for the year so i think yeah 14 or 15 so nice the end is in sight (laughs) the end is in sight sight. and i will not be present for one so it'll be kind of nice two i won't be present for two so i technically only have 12 (laughs) there we go can't wait (laughs) ready (laughs) but no um, okay, so today we have a lot of questions from listeners. It's time for questions in the corner booth. I don't think it's recording. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, questions okay. in the corner booth. And this is also our 20th episode. It is. Not including our bachelorette ones, which we won't talk about but like because technically <laughs> we're over sods. 20 yeah they're mini sods and they were yeah so they don't count but i can't believe it and this is a good milestone because yeah. i mean talking to like other people about podcasting there's like certain milestones that like are hard to get to or like well means like you're gonna continue and uh, 20 is definitely one of them yeah we made it so far <laughs> <laughs> we've only almost killed each other couple times (laughs) (laughs) we are doing great so we thought we'd just kind of do more um light and airy and fun and relaxing yeah and like get to know us a little bit and because our guest lineup coming up is so big Mm -hmm. so we also want you guys to like us too not just our guests (laughs) yeah but so we did have some people write in just like asking questions. And so some of them are personal. Some of them are wedding related. Some of them are um, I, just random yeah. ass questions. So, yeah, let's get started. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Sure. OK, so we're going to start it off a little e- really nice, light, easy. Um, what's your favorite fall activity? Ooh. Pumpkin picking. Yeah. I just like I haven't been able to do it in, since 2017. Mm-hmm. Um jeez. Yeah, I know it's been a long time. For your favorite thing, um, you, you don't get to do it. I know. <laughs> Weddings. <laughs> um but, but like, you went and picked out some pumpkins the other day, didn't you? Yeah, at like eight o'clock at night and the guy literally showed up while I was grabbing my twelve pumpkins and was emptying out the money box. Oh. <laughs> so that's that's the time that I went. Um but my husband and I went back in 2017 when I had a weekend off and um, we went apple picking, we went pick mm-hmm. pumpkins, we did like the fall festival thing up at like the Minnesota Apple Orchard yeah. and like drank cider and it was 
the greatest, like one of the the best like fall days I've ever experienced. We so we did that same thing, and honestly, that was my, that was fun. It's just, like we my friend has a hayride like with her family that I used to go to a lot. I haven't gone um, these past couple years just because I've had to work during them um because they're usually on usually on a saturday so like those were always fun just doing a little hay ride um yeah pumpkin i always go pump or pumpkin pick yeah pumpkin pick um one of uh one of nick's friends has some pumpkins so i went out we went out there and i always grab a couple and (gasps) hold up you promised apple crisp a couple weeks ago, and I never got any. It's still sitting in my fridge. No, I, I told <laughs> well because I I made them last year for Nick and his friend, like who um who farms, and so when Nick goes and helps, I was like, okay, I'll bring you guys apple crisp. So I did that, and then I made some, and I was like, Nick, take it with, and he never did, and it's still sitting in there. And I told him last night because he messaged me and was like, hey, can you set, give your apple or where's the apple crisp? And I was like, I made it. And Nick hasn't brought it out. And I was like, Nick, bring it out. And he's like, well, you can't now. It's old. So yeah. I don't know if it's old or not. I'm not I'm a not, good I'm judge gonna, of that. I'm not going to taste something that's two weeks old. So. Fine. I'll make more. Thank you. Appreciate it. Do you like little mini guys? Then I can not. That's what that. they were. Oh, they were. They're, they're like little mutton oh. cupcakes. Tins. Okay. Um, but making Rude. apple crisp is definitely one of my favorites. Um... But yeah, I think that's and I think that's it. I think those are my favorite things. Cute. Yeah. We're the most basic bitches. Oh yeah, for on the face sh- of the planet. For sure. Who was the most handsome guest that you had on last week? Mm-hmm. Um, Maui. Maui. <laughs> yeah, Maui by far. He's I wonder most. who wrote that one in. We're not expecting that answer. <laughs> Maui's the most handsome man I've ever met in my entire life. Oh yeah, he's a good guy. Um. Okay. Who is your all-time fave bachelor or bachelorette villain and why? Mm. Now, that's like a double negative because favorite villain, because that's the thing is like they're, in my eyes, they're a villain and I actually hate them. Like, yeah, I don't love them because they're a villain. This isn't no Christina mm. thing from Sunset where like people selling sunsets or people like her even though she's a villain. Like, I don't like these people. This is, in in our opinions, our most hated person. Yeah. Can I go first? Because I'm afraid that your person's going to be the same as my person. Yeah. Kelsey Poe from Chris Soul season. Oh, no. I don't know who that is. Oh. She's the from one. season, Chris who? Chris Souls. Oh. Farmer I, from Iowa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember the part of that far back. But she, I did watch that, that season. She was the one where her and Ashley Iconetti were on the two-on-one date in the desert. And then he ended up leaving both of them in the desert. She was the bitch that literally her husband died, which is so tragic. And I'm terribly sorry for him and his family. Um, But he – or she goes in her ITM, she goes, isn't my story just – so <gasps> tragic. I do remember <laughs> I that. I just have such a sad story. I do like, remember that. And it was like the, obvious that you're using your yeah. story to try and get famous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like she got so much hate after the season. Yeah. And she ended up like moving to like mm-hmm. Italy or France or something and just like dropped off the face of the planet. Yeah. Like rightfully so, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of her again. Good. That's the one thing is I love about villains when they don't get their airtime after. Mm-hmm. Like I purposely will not follow them on Instagram or anything mm-hmm. because I don't want them to have that like hype. Yeah. Like, well, there was one villain that like she I think she got a really, really bad edit. I don't think she was actually a villain. Who? But she um Olivia Caridi from 
Ben Higgins season. Oh, I didn't watch a season. I, I didn't either, but I remember like hearing a lot of stuff about her. And then like she, I listen to her podcast now and she's great now. Yeah. But, I got it down here. Oh. Yeah, there's Kelsey. There's Kelsey Poe. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, I hated her. Yeah, she's a bitch. I mean, she's probably very nice in real life. But still, you made really terrible comments. Mm-hmm. Anyways, who are yours? So my gal, I have a guy and a gal because gal came to me for, or guy came to me first mm-hmm. and I will never forget his, like I remember who it was, but Luke P and I Ooh. don't remember whose season he was on. Hannah Brown. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. And I fucking hated him. She's the one that moved the podium and then he was like yes. slut shaming her in a way for having sex. Yes. Yes. Even though like and he's he, fucking not a virgin either. Right. He's just a born again Christian. Yeah. He, he was, it was just all about, he was so arrogant and it was all about him and his, it was just terrible, which made for great TV. Cause now I kind of miss those villains. Cause we haven't really had like those, those mm-hmm. signature villains in a while. Yeah. And I kind of miss them, but I hated him and I'm so glad that I never saw him again, except he may have been on bachelor in paradise. Actually. I can't remember. I don't think so, but I don't, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think he was, but I can't remember. And um, I haven't been watching bachelor in paradise. Either. No, neither have I. Um, and then crystal was my her fucking voice i can't i could not stand it i was like you're not a sex worker talking like that like stop i feel like she's got a kid now oh i don't know i haven't i don't follow her on instagram so i'm not 100 percent sure she was terrible Mm -hmm. i hated her (sighs) and then the other one I was thinking of was Corinne. <gasps> Corinne. Corinne? Yeah, uh, Corinne. Fucking loved Corinne. And that was, see, that was the one villain that, like, I hated during it, like, for the most part. And then towards the end, I was just kind of like, this is actually entertaining. And I actually don't But the thing with Corinne was, she wasn't actually mean. Like, it wasn't like she was doing it for show. She was just being herself. Right. Well, and she was just, it was all about him. Like, she wasn't causing... The drama, I can't really remember. She did exactly what she needed to do to <laughs> win his heart. Yeah. Like, she, but she also did not give a fuck who, like, she ran over during those times and, like, right. what she did. Because she was there for that man. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, it came off super, <laughs> super bad. Yeah. Super villainy. Yeah. I'm sure we could probably talk forever, but oh God, yes, some people might not know who any of these people are. So they're yeah. like, I don't care. Shut the uh, <laughs> Skipping 30 seconds yeah. ahead. No, the next one was, what is your favorite kind of wine? Ooh, okay. Um, I, it is the, it is a Zinfandel. Mm. Mm. What is it called? You go quick while I try to figure out the name of it. Well, I don't really have a favorite to say, to be honest. I just like red wine. Like, I'm so – it just depends on, like, what I'm eating or what I'm doing and whatnot because – and the time of year. Like, sometimes I need something dry. Sometimes I need something sweeter. But usually if I can have red wine, that's all I care about and that's all I want. Not too sweet, but a little bit fruity. Cabernets are usually my fave. Yeah. Yeah, what's the label look like? Um, it's a it's a Zinfandel, but it a Zinfandel, but it's got a beautiful woman on the cover, and it's like she's dancing. I can buy it at the wine cafe. It's we should have we should have um, did a little bit more research on this. Yes, yep. I know. we can or cut a this? lot of this up. <gasps> yeah, Zinfomaniac. <laughs> oh my god, it's one of my favorites, and so my favorite red wine is going to be the Zinfomaniac. It's a Zinfandel mm-hmm. from um, the Lodi region. Yes. And um I know for sure you can buy it at the Wine Cat here in Mankato. Um I'm sure you can buy it elsewhere too, but that's the only spot that I've ever bought it from. Yeah. Woo. But, so glad I found it. Yeah. 
good catch there. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you guys do when you aren't working? What do you guys do on the weekend when you aren't working weddings? You are just skipping around, girlfriend. That was the, the very first question on the list. You skipped. Oh, I mm, didn't see that. Yes. Mm, yes. So, Cynthia, what do you do when you have a weekend off? Um, it, I don't know. It depends on the time of year. Um, I love going out and actually doing something. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like... I mean, there are days like that I like really don't want to do anything. But also, right. if I have the opportunity to take a weekend off, I want to go. I want to be with friends. Or I want to... Right. Yeah. And take yeah. a trip or do something like that. I'm a people person, so I always like to do something. Like, go yeah. hang out with someone, people, friends, go... If it's summer, if I can go to somewhere in the water, go on a boat, uh, mm-hmm. I want to do that. Uh, go have some drinks somewhere with people. Yeah. Get a little tuned up, hang out. Um... I or feel like, like go to a concert if there's something going on. I love yeah. music. So like if I could, that's my go-to. If I if there's any entertainment around, I'd love to do that. Um, yeah, it just depends. Yeah. I feel like I constantly, whenever I have a weekend off, I'm doing something. I don't think I've had a weekend off where I just haven't done anything. Actually, no, Memorial Day weekend. I didn't do shit. Yeah. So we didn't have any weddings. I think I like right after wedding season, I want to do like absolutely nothing unless like I have a plan where I have to go do something. Um but sometimes yeah then that's just nice to just sleep in and watch a movie but yeah no we end up doing something at some like going and doing something yeah i feel like you kind of have to because we our weekends are so few and far Mm -hmm. between that like you kind of have to go do something because that's the only time we're gonna be able to unless it's like a sunday and then either like you know i'm i usually always take sundays as a personal day Mm -hmm. so then sometimes i might be lazy and do not a whole lot usually or my therapy would be go shopping alone Mm, or yes. yeah, going to hang out with friends and yes. hang out. I went shopping on Sunday and spent way more money than I was ever supposed um, to. Yeah, you did. I definitely could have just bought myself a brand new pair of Louboutins again. <laughs> but, you know, mm-hmm. I did not do that. Um, What's your, f- I know I'm kind of repeating myself, but someone asked what your favorite beverageino is. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean... The the part in me again it depends on the season. Like I fucking love a hot apple cider in the fall. Ugh, I will never. You. Mm, I love hot apple cider, but I also love a diet coke. And that sounds like ah, the most white girl thing to say. But I fucking yeah. love a diet coke in the afternoon. Uh-huh. I like, agree. I will agree. I I love me a good diet coke. I don't actually drink like soda very often. No, I don't. But either. sometimes like when I'm eating like a pizza or a burger, like I mm-hmm. that just pairs so well i need it yeah um or if i know i have like a long day and i need some caffeine like i that does seem nice mm-hmm. um otherwise i like bubblers like i drink those and they get a little oh, caffeine yeah. but like a little bit of spritz you know yeah. a little something i hate drinking actual water oh i love water i, I hate water i will drink so much water in a day oh you sound so healthy <laughs> i mean i, I do not i drink hate a lot water, of water but i, I do hate love the taste it. of it i hate oh. the vibe of it but it does make me feel good because usually i'll go a couple days without drinking an ounce oh of water oh my god you can't do that no i like crave it like as soon as i get a drink of it i will chug it sometimes because it just tastes so good it's refreshing it's just, like something you can chug without having to worry like it's too much in, in your throat yeah oh we are different people i don't know how we're friends but then if I'm talking about alcoholic beverages, <laughs> obviously an espresso martini. Gin and tonic. Yeah, gin and tonic for you. Espresso martini for me. Otherwise, I'll drink like a press or a beer. 
<laughs> Again, depends on. Have you tried those new carbless ones? Yeah. It was good. Delicious. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, they're vodka-based cocktails. Who the hell knew they existed? Uh-huh. But they're selling phenomenally yeah. right now at the venue. Yeah. We, I, one of, yeah, someone handed me one and I was like, wow, this is really good. Yeah. I really like the lemon one. And that's what, it's, it's weird because that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Carb bliss. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Cute. Where would you go if you could have any destination wedding location? Price does not matter. Ooh. That's a toss up because honestly, probably the, I would love the mountains. I think that'd be so pretty oh, to God, be like yes. in the mountains and uh, during the time, like maybe like it's a little bit colder up there, but then when you go down and enjoy something else, like it's warm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but obviously I love warmth. So going to like a beach or somewhere really tropical would be really nice. I just, I just don't like the idea of having sand everywhere. Like oh. for like an actual ceremony, you know? Yeah. So like I love being somewhere warm and tropical, but I don't think I'd want like sand. So I'd like to go maybe, maybe it is like to Italy or somewhere in the warm, like mm-hmm. summertime or wherever it's warm then. I want like middle of the mountains in like Aspen, Colorado or something. Mm-hmm. Or, and then like you're in like just a warm, cozy environment. You go down and you just have like a little fireplace and everything and Mm, that that would be my dream yeah i just don't want it to stay cold <laughs> i'm not a cold person like i would rather be hot than cold oh see i love i don't actually mind i don't mind cold at all mm-hmm. um if you could plan oh yeah okay if you could plan your proposal how would it go mm. i don't know because i've heard so many fucking epic stories about mm. proposals but then I, I am also the kind of person that loves low key. Like I would be so embarrassed if somebody proposed to me in front of a group of people. Right. So it's like hard it's, to think of. Yeah. Because honestly, like I want a little bit of something that gives the, the, the factor. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah, yeah. Like the wow factor. And like everybody's surrounding by you. And like, but that. I would never want to like be out to dinner with home to strangers and then them yeah. do it. Like then I'd be so like awkward just because it's such like a weird like in like space. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You know what's funny is I was actually like, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day um, when we had one of our weddings. So I was like, this would have been perfect. But I feel like I don't want to say these things because I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it feels weird to say them. It, it, it's like you don't give your names of your child before you have them kind right. of thing. Like because somebody else is going to steal that or like something right. like that. I think I love a good surprise. So I think it has to be a surprise. Yeah. yeah. I like. I would love it to be a surprise and something like in a natural habitat. Like mm-hmm. that's my thing is like, I don't want it to necessarily be like, Oh, we're Sunday. We're going to watch the football game and we're going to our friend's house. And then just, you know, out of nowhere does it like, that's not, yeah. that's not, doesn't seem very cute to me. You want some kind of plan, but it not to be like a big orchestrated ordeal right. kind of thing. Right. Not going to well, be like, kind of, but I don't know. Like, do I want, I don't know. I'd like say I'm not extra, but I think I'm extra. I just think of like Maddie Prue from um, Peter Weber's Bachelor season. Yeah. Like she literally is wearing a full length white gown. So she had to have known. Yeah. Walked to him. I mean, they had only been dating for six months and she just did her bachelorette party and she's getting married in like two weeks. Well, that's because they don't have sex and they just want to do it. That is true. Not that we are condoning having sex before you're married, but this is a sex positive podcast. (laughs) uh, I just don't. I think you got to know what you're getting yourself into. What, what, what kind of uh, chemistry you have ahead of time. I think that's important. Um, but, you know, that's not everything. Um, but I don't know. Like, my natural element of, like, work. Like, I deal with that a lot. So yeah. almost like me planning a, an event, like, thinking that it's for someone else. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, actually, this is for me. That's yeah. kind of cool. 
Yeah. Like, I, I'm I really could not see. expecting it because I'm working. Yeah. But then it turns out that it's actually for me. Like, that'd be kind of cute. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. I hope Nick listens to this podcast. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> Rude. Okay. That's kind of why I feel safe saying things. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, someone's going to say something to him. Um, don't worry. I don't sit here and just obsess over these things i don't no i was gonna say i don't think we've ever like really talked about besides on this podcast like your future like when it comes to like your potential own wedding or something we don't really have that you don't really like obsess over those details at all no i mean i just like have my opinions on things but that's but regardless if i was planning my own or not what you know? person doesn't right exactly i'm opinionated opinionated because i see a lot yeah <laughs> um well okay i know i'm skipping a one over no you're but good. this kind of falls in the same one instead of bringing it back up but do we have any like things that we think are like the worst proposals or um that we've heard of seen or like think that it would just not be a good idea i feel like i've seen stuff on like tiktok but like half that stuff you're like is this real right right or was this a was fake orchestra like was yeah, it planned? Was this, yeah yeah like for clout because i know i don't know I don't yeah. think there's any, like, what can really be worse? Like, if you're getting proposed to, like, it can't really be that bad because you're getting, you know, you guys, yeah. you guys are taking that, that decision to get married. I guess, so, like, advice, maybe? Not that, I don't think this person was asking for advice at all, but, like, don't plan it all yourself. Like, don't be, like, expecting it in a way. Like, right, okay. Like, don't be like, okay, here's the ring. This is when you're going to propose to me, yada, 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 because yeah. that's kind of... Yeah. Then the, you're kind of, like, pushing your man or your woman into it, and you right. don't really want to do that. I agree with that. Yeah. Like, let it be more natural and yeah. organic. And don't obsess over the details. Like, there's right. that really funny TikTok one where the dude proposed to the girl on like a cliff and she's just like i'm in sweatpants <laughs> i saw that and i was like i would have said the same thing i'd be like are you kidding me actually no i feel like i've been fine i've been like okay yeah but i probably yeah. wouldn't care because i'm in sweatpants and 99 percent of the time <laughs> right what are you gonna do i'm so sorry i keep fucking with things i took that thing off how did it get back off <laughs> i found it <laughs> she messes oh. with her mic and it makes noises so i took the thing off and she found it makes it yeah. uses it again i think so long as like you're excited to get married and you're not over planning it there's not really a worse proposal yeah like unless like you pick where you do it in a really don't pick a really touristy public yeah. place that you really can't help what's like in the background or what's happening yeah. because then I feel like it takes away from the moment or not being able to like focus on it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Don't have unrealistic expectations. Right. That's like how everything should go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to yeah. tell this episode. No. <laughs> okay. What services do staff hate providing slash doing? I don't know exactly what that means, but yeah. like, I mean, I hate folding napkins and I hate scrubbing toilets. So <laughs> yeah, I would <laughs> say like my bar staff uh, absolutely probably hates that they have to, yeah, go fix the bathrooms and adjust all that or if someone pukes they have to clean it up yeah um if they shit everywhere they have to clean it up yeah i had someone one weekend recently we lock they must have locked the door behind them on accident and it was in the men's bathroom and so mm. like i at the end of the night someone oh, just no. didn't check that and uh didn't check it until we had the next wedding and the staff were like oh that door is locked and they picked picked it and then it was full of someone explosive everywhere and i had to clean it up yeah why wouldn't anybody have said something right i don't know and oh. it's just like please tell us what before it gets crusted over over the weekend 
we can clean it like a whole week and yeah. we can clean it right away oh no gross so no, obviously you. that's <laughs> no less like, than pleasant clean, cleaning up shit and puke is the worst yeah. things ever and that's no that's it i can't think of anything worse than that right yeah um i'm trying to think like of our i don't know i think that this isn't really a per, like staff providing but more of like our specific jobs mm-hmm. i sometimes they say that repetition like repeating something at the same time over and over is what creates like insanity yeah and sometimes i feel like that because i do the same thing over and over and over again and i repeat mm-hmm. the same questions to every couple mm-hmm. and like i have it on a sheet that says these answers but no one fucking reads it and then they email me and i'm like it's rude for me to just send you my PDF that says all this information. So I'm just going to answer the question, but then I have yeah. to type it out again and re-answer it. And it's, so, so having the same conversations over and over and over again, even though they're new people, it's exhausting on my end. <laughs> That's why honestly, you and I have talked about this too, like in private, but like I, like this year I, I install, installed, installed, installations. No. Um, insinuate not insinuate i don't fucking know the word that i'm looking for but i started sending out all these forms so people type it all up so literally all i'm doing is copy and pasting and it is one it has saved so much time yeah and it saves so during meetings i don't feel like i'm getting bored not that i ever get bored during meetings Mm because every couple's different every wedding is different but like it does it's the same questions over and over again right and i mean they feel we're having meetings it does feel definitely different but and out like the if you do those pre things where they just answer the questions and then you have to ask mm-hmm. and then contemplate and do things it saves honestly an hour of time like oh, meetings yeah. can and sometimes i've had meetings where they've lasted three hours and i'm like this is ridiculous it should not yeah. last that long yeah and i've had it for a couple hours or whatever but i usually block off an hour hour and a half mm-hmm. and uh, it's like if doing that ahead of time can save a lot more time and make things yep. just a lot more efficient yeah. and you're still having those conversations with them so totally yeah. agree yeah no it's well, you don't want to waste your couple's time either. Right. So. Yeah. But it's more so like answering the rain plan when they first are initially interested, when they book, then when it actually matters a week before the wedding. Like I have that mm-hmm. same conversation with like every couple three times, even though we've already talked about it. Yeah. And the same thing for rehearsal, like the same things, you know? Yeah. Those are what kind of drive yeah. nuts. Exactly. Okay. Um, oh, no. I asked We, the last we one. skipped one in between. Um, oh, yeah. Underrated wedding things. I feel like we've answered this question like 8,000 times. Oh, that's true. So you skipped on purpose. Sorry. Oh, I honestly forgot that it was there. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like we've answered this quite a few times, but like underrated things like I'm a team, I'm team reception outfit Mm -hmm. or reception dress Mm -hmm. or like having a different outfit, not just for the bride, but for the groom or grooms as well. Yeah. Um, And reusing the bridal bouquets for something else besides, you know. Like the people just put them at the head table for decoration, but like using it for an installation or yeah, or guest tables or yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. No, I've I'm always team. The, I guess those are my two things that I like the yeah. most. Yeah, but okay. What's the number one thing that you wish you could tell your brides? Ooh, I should have thought about this one before. <laughs> okay, I have mine. Um, don't sweat the small stuff. Right. And I mean, that's why I say all the time to them. Yeah. Don't over. Well, yeah, I guess. But I. 
there's a difference between like telling a couple something and them actually listening and that well, kind of stuff. But, but like, I like say that all the time to them because honestly, when they're stressing about it, I'm like, you know, you guys, by the end of the day, like when people are stressing about the rain plan, I'm like, no matter what, you guys are getting married. And that's all that matters. Like, mm-hmm. let's not stress this. But we have those conversations. So yeah. I do have that conversation. So I don't like wish I could say it. My, my thing is, though, I wish I could. And I don't know how to say this nicely. I hate seeing brides and grooms that come in with not even such high expectations and stuff like that, but like the ones that cannot let go of any little detail. Because mm-hmm. then after the wedding, those are the couples that have the wedding blues. They're the ones that sit and overanalyze every little detail sure. of the wedding. And it will ruin your wedding at the end of it because you'll be mm-hmm. so obsessed with such small, minute details Right. Like something was packed up differently or like mm-hmm. a table. I don't know. There's stuff like that. Like you have to, once the wedding day happens, you need to let go, let the people that you are paying do their job that you paid them to do. Yeah. And just worry about getting married and just enjoying your day. Yeah. You know, this is very blunt, but you know what I wish I could tell them? When we're sitting there having those conversations and trying to decide something like, what time do you want to do this? And what time do you want to do this? And then like backtracking of saying like, well, this will work if you do it this way or this. I honestly wish that I could didn't have to maneuver it. And I could just say, this is what I think you should do. And this is what we are going to do. Oh, that's what I do. (laughs) Like I I give them like the options are saying like, okay, you know what? You're doing this and this and this. I think that, you know, you're, it could be this or this, but this is going to work better. And like giving, like walking through all that. I wish I could just skip and say, I'm not walking through this all with you. This is what you're going to do because this makes the most sense. I've already, I've already figured it out. I'm very like, um, honest with my clients. I mean like, this is what's going to work the best and this is what we're going to do. See, I say and this is I, what's going to really... work best. And then I let them say, okay, sounds good. I agree with you. <laughs> and if they hesitant on it, I say, you can do whatever you want, but this is my suggestion. And if they go with the opposite of what I say, I say, okay. Godspeed. Yeah. But I wish I could say, no, I'm not going to let you decide the opposite of what I said. <laughs> um, what is your late night snack of choice? What fast food is best for late night snack? Ooh, I've got a couple. Pizza's easy. Right. Pizza's Most always going to be the easiest. Yeah. Um, you can pick your favorite joint that you like, you know, yeah. impossible or whatever. But pizza's good. Yeah. Somebody did Taco John's six pack and pounds. Mm. It, it was great. My heart. And I loved the idea. But in all reality, it was a pain in the ass to set up because right. they came in in six pound and box. Pound, six pack and a pound bags mm-hmm. so i had to separate out every single soft shell hard shell potato ole and chip section Ooh. to make it easy for people to get so from a venue standpoint that fucking sucked oh, okay so much but it was um, yummy it was so also good. tacos even though that does sound like a good idea like there's no way to keep those warm so you either eat it right away but it's not like pizza where like if it gets cold you can just grab mm-hmm. it and take it with you like or nor yeah. does it heat up well because it's got things that are hot on it and cold, so you can't just, like, throw it in the microwave like a piece of pizza. Yep. Um. Somebody, a couple years ago, they did Chick-fil-A. Oh, you're kidding me. How did they get Chick-fil-A? So I think, because there's one up on the campus, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, so there is. So somebody went and picked it up <gasps> at, like, dinner time or right before they closed. Do and then we tempt me with this. We, had, we kept it warm, just in, like, a 
um, Cambro. Cambro thing and all night long and it was so good I mean the chicken was kind of rubbery by that by like nine o'clock when we finally <laughs> put it out so I don't recommend that but I wonder with like all these new like chicken restaurants opening up hell yeah like Raising Cane's for instance get a bunch of nugs from there mm-hmm. and like french fries and like dipping sauces and stuff Heck like yeah. that like yeah how cool would that be because mm-hmm. it's also it's fried food but I don't know I love that idea. People just need kind of... I think the thing is, is all of that is possible. But when you're picking one of your like fast food restaurants, they're just preparing it the same way they would if you were coming through the yeah. drive-thru or going into the store. Yeah. And it's different when you're in bulk. But if you yep. go through a caterer and get those same things, it's just not the same recipe, but they mm-hmm. can do it more efficiently as a, a catering. Oh my God, I just thought of something. Grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, a Britain does them like for appetizers and they're mini ones with mini oh, little tomato soup. So does Absolute. Absolute did that. They did oh. um, little grilled cheese bites with yeah. like tomato soup and it was so good. Oh, but so cute. The only issue with doing that though is if you fill your guests up with so many appetizers pre-wedding, they're not going to eat their dinner. Oh, right. But those are like so. bite sized, so they're supposed to be little. Yeah, but if you eat six of them. That's true. Um, I can't just have one. <laughs> but yeah, I think, oh, pizza is always a good one. But I love the idea of tacos if you eat it right away or like burgers. Or do like a walking taco where you can make it yourself. Mm. Yeah. We've had, we have one caterer that does walking tacos for late nights and it's mm-hmm. so fucking good. And they have their own like homemade queso. Mm. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your favorite part about what you do? I'm thinking this, not in life. This just means in our jobs. Okay. Um, I, I couldn't tell if you were confused about that or not. Oh, no. I've just, like, thought about this question a lot um, in the past. And uh, I, like, I feel like I recently, like, changed it and thought about this and thought of something different. But it's, like, not coming to my mind at the moment of what I, like, originally, like, had. And I was like, that's definitely it. Um, what's the favorite part of what I do? I, I think for me, the part that means the most is that, 20 seconds I get with my couple or my bride or my groom right before they walk down the aisle mm-hmm. and we take a deep breath right before they walk down the aisle mm-hmm. like that part is probably my favorite part of a wedding day yeah no I agree it's fun honestly mine would be like the right after the ceremony because there's so many nerves when they're about to go oh, down and yeah. I know that's super exciting because they're about to walk down but my favorite is right after because then they're relaxed and it's the moment has happened like they're finally married so like that the, the whole point of the whole day has has just happened yeah and it's almost like that excitement in seeing them and so it's just really fun to be like hello like you know, Mr. and Mrs. or Mr. and, you know, or Mr. and, and Mrs. Uh, yeah. And hello, newlyweds. <laughs> yeah. Hello, newlyweds. Like, hello. Like, it's just so exciting that they, it, like, seeing them right after because, like, they're always ready to go to scream or, like, woo and yeah. uh, have like a the, holy cheers. fuck, we just got married kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, some are crying, some are laughing, some are happy like me. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, when we do, like, I, my venue, I'm so, like, Sunset photos are so important, I think, at my venue, and uh, I think it also has to do with the fact that, like, they finally get to walk away from everything mm-hmm. for a hot minute and just be with each other, obviously, and the photographers, but they get away from everyone, and you don't ever get that moment, even if you try to, when you're in the same room as everyone, and so I like that moment, too, bringing them up, because, like, I get a moment with them, just them, and then they are just with each other like on the back of the golf cart mm-hmm. and they get time to like relax again so it's just fun to like mm-hmm. I think seeing those moments of just like 
relaxation and realizing, you know, mm-hmm. taking in what happened that day. Oh, I just thought of one too. Sorry, I'm going to jump in quick. Yeah. Um, I think, I think one, being in this industry, we, you and I both, I think we suffer from like imposter syndrome, like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like throughout the day, I'll have like moments where I'll be like, okay, everybody hates me. Like this sucks. Like <laughs> I'm not good at this job. Like I don't mm-hmm. know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then like at the end of the night or throughout the night, like I've had like this last Saturday, I went and like sat on the couch with the bride and like, mm-hmm she gave me a big hug and I gave her a big hug back or like a couple weeks ago like I got pulled out on the dance floor like with a couple (laughs) bridesmaids and the bride and like my bride looked at me and she's just like you know what Megan I cannot wait to be your friend now that we're not like planning a wedding together (laughs) and like all this stuff because I have boundaries obviously but um I think like that's the part where like all day I'll be like stressing about like I don't think Mm -hmm. these people like me I think it I'm not good that at this moment job. you realize that you did a good job they acknowledge yeah. you did a good job and yeah and they, they're so thankful I think yeah. that's probably yeah I do like that too I love that part and you don't always get it at every every wedding no so no, it's nice when not. you finally do get it it really does actually solidify like everything was worth it it's that like, appre- to be a part of it yeah, yeah it's that appreciation because I even had like a couple months ago it was one of the hardest weddings I've ever had to do because it was just, there was a lot of details involved and Mm -hmm. it was one of the biggest weddings I've done by myself. Yeah. And the next morning, like they came to pick up all their stuff and the mom gave me like a very, very generous cash tip that Mm -hmm. I was not expecting at Mm -hmm. all. And I, she hugged me and she pulled away and I'm, sobbing uncontrollably and I don't cry in front of like my, my clients at all I was like I don't believe you <laughs> no I don't <laughs> I cry, I, so. I, I cry <laughs> in the cooler or in the kitchen when nobody can see me I've never cried in uh. front of a client before but it was and this was the mom that I'd gotten really close with but I was bawling mm-hmm. and but it was just like that moment where like okay I feel finally feel appreciated for what I all did and like all this stuff yeah so. yeah uh, okay, what was the worst behavior you've seen at a wedding from wedding party or guests? Mm. Oh, I feel like These nothing. Like, like as soon as you start st- tumbling, like you'll come up with so many things. I know, but I don't want to like go into a rant about that. I just had a groomsman walk behind the bar and help himself once. <sighs> I was like the fuck out. I didn't say that, but I wanted to. I was shaking. I was so upset, and I don't even know why. But it's like you don't go behind a bar. Was it like beer? Or was it liquor? Beer. So oh. I had, they knew where I was holding, like I had like their stuff and it's like, I was taking, I have to take count of that. You can't just go take it. It's not like, you know, I, they're not pre-charged for it. So it was like, you can't just go grab what you need. You're literally stealing from this bar. Yeah. I could call the cops and get you arrested right, right now. Like if we were at an actual bar, you get kicked out. I can't kick yeah. you out in the morning of a wedding that you're in. Oh. I've had groomsmen do that before, like during the reception or something. And mm-hmm. I remember looking at the dude and I'm like, I'm going to throw your ass out right fucking now. And the funny part was he was a cop. I think my biggest thing was when that drunk wedding guest somehow, cause there's like a door that goes into my office from our bathroom up oh, in our bridal suite. Yeah. And she yeah. like punched my window. Mm-hmm. Like that was a moment where I was just like, so annoyed. Right. And so angry. Like, yeah. and just like, I I don't know. It was just like, what? Why mm-hmm. would you do that to somebody else? And I understand like alcohol had things to do with it, and there was a lot of other factors that had gotten to play too. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just don't physically damage somebody's space. Like I, you would never go in. Right. I would never go into somebody's house and punch a hole in a wall. Right. Yeah. Or like people be just being disrespectful, like and not realize or not paying attention or caring that like there's speeches going on mm-hmm. and that you should not be talking. Like I have people who just go into the lounge area and say like, they're not in the, you know, the reception area. So they think they can do whatever they want, even though it's a fucking open doors and everything. And mm-hmm. I'm like, 
you're being disrespectful. Like you need to be quiet. So we had see this is can of worms. Um, I know we had it wasn't even a wedding. It was a corporate commercial event years ago, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of drama that happened at the event because of like the guests that were there kind of mm-hmm. thing. And one gentleman said he was being really loud, really obnoxious, and like very disrespectful to like my bartending team and everything. Yeah, and my Dan was there, my boss. And he looked at the guy and he goes, if you keep this up, I'm going to have to ask you to leave kind of thing. And then like another guest was upset because they didn't win like a door prize or something. So they took an entire centerpiece, slammed it on the ground (gasps) and glass went everywhere. Jeez Louise. And then afterwards, like we were setting up like the the bar tab, bar tab and everything. And I was talking with like the girl that was like responsible for for like hosting the event i'm like yeah absolutely like this was so much fun like it was great yeah there was a little bit of drama but like you know that happens when alcohol is served at events yeah uh or like people not listening when you're like hey you can't fucking smoke here i'm sorry i know it's annoying like little things that don't actually matter and they just don't listen and you have to keep on pressing or something like it's just people not listening i guess yeah. that gets you yeah yeah weird um okay so we did get um, a longer email actually. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool to like see come through. So, um, yep. I'm just going to read it right here. Mm-hmm. Hi there. I'm wondering if you have any suggestions on getting into the wedding event planning or getting into wedding event slash wedding planning. I currently am working as an accountant, but I've been a part of a couple weddings as a personal attendant turned into day of coordinator. I thrive in that space and I'm looking to switch. Do you have any thoughts or suggestions? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely different going from accounting to wanting to go into that industry. So it probably seems like such a jump to be like, I can't, how do I switch my profession so, so much? Yeah. Um, but honestly, just going for it. And if you don't feel comfortable going right for it, then just dabble in. Start as a bartender at one of the ve- a venue and yeah. see how you feel about it. Or uh, catering if, you know, depending on other venues are different. Like we handle just the bar pretty much. Um, but some venues have, handle catering. So yeah. getting or in there somehow. Work with a wedding planning company. Yeah. Or like, I mean, there's. Like intern with them. Yeah. It's or only weekends. Yeah. Start part time. And then like once you get a feel for it and you like mm-hmm. feel like you're trained in start going full-time or start working right. more hours or like start your own company too like yeah yeah and that's what i'm gonna say is like maybe going right for your own company seems a little crazy and you don't have that like backing or yeah. have that have that um um what's the word i'm looking for experience yeah experience mm-hmm. um but going under someone who can teach you those things and you mm-hmm. do that for a year or two then you would feel comfortable doing your own so Obviously, things you need to be careful, though, is like if you sign like a non-compete with that client or with that company, company that yeah. you work for, you want to make sure like you're not, if you do eventually start a business on your own, right. you're not going to interfere with that company that taught you everything. Right, so, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From, just from a business standpoint, <laughs> don't fuck over the people that taught you how to do right. what you do kind yeah. of thing. But maybe you don't, you're not even thinking you want to start your own business there. Or, you know, if you do, then that's where you get experience in another area that is not planning if you know you want to yeah. be planning or start with small party planning with more of your friends and family and build yeah. that you know that repetition and yeah those people and everything yeah i feel like with this job you're not going to know how to do it until you do it right it's all about learning on on the spot yeah because mm-hmm. it's hard to info not inventory um it's hard to know what's going to go wrong until it does right and then you also have to be quick on your feet you have to 
be a good problem solver. Right. You have, yeah. to, you have to just know that you're not going to be able to pre-decide what you like, how to make sure things go smoothly. Mm-hmm. And so you need to handle anxiety ahead of time to know that when things arise, you can calmly handle it in the during that time frame because you can't pre yeah you can't yeah. pre plan to say okay when this happens I do this you no and yeah. you just you can't you can't be anxious leading up to it because then you're just never going to be yeah. able to enjoy yourself that or get on some really great anxiety medication <laughs> I mean but don't maybe if that's <laughs> what you have that. to do then don't go into that profession <laughs> yeah like, no don't. even if you like party planning um then but your anxiety won't let you then maybe do smaller scale don't yeah. do weddings birthday parties <laughs> yeah yeah I was gonna say bar mitzvahs but but those nowadays are just as big as weddings yeah fucking yeah. crazy I mean like but birthday parties that's great go go oh, with yeah. those yeah yeah do yeah. some parties Bridal anniversary showers. parties showers yeah those types of things and start off slow there on your own Otherwise, yeah, just I would say just contact a company that does what you want to do and get yeah. under them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cute. Hopefully Fun. that helps. And if yeah. not, tell us, ask us more <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to elaborate in other areas. Well, that was it for our questions. That, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It was kind of fun to see them all come in today, too. Yeah. Like as we're like looking through them, I'm like, oh, people like us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. And it was just <laughs> fun to be able to talk about anything and everything. Um for our 20th episode yeah we made it we made it this <laughs> far yeah uh, okay all righty don't forget to rate review subscribe write reviews um today we we're drinking coffee too we yeah. completely forgot to announce that um mm-hmm. so that was fun same orders different day mm-hmm. because we're boring <laughs> and as always you can follow us at the corner booth podcast on instagram and i'm megan.felber and i'm cynthia strasser and that's it folks that's all folks what is it that's all folks um what, that's a, like a looney tune thing yeah okay yeah. I was, it was it roadrunner that's all folks i, I, I can't remember, remember. Mm-hmm. feels like that feels like something that happened 30 years ago <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> longer than that uh, all right check, check please, please. <laughs> Bye.